why I can see your name in lights, lights six feet high. Uh, what is your name? Pinocchio. Pinocchio. P I N U O P I. dwellers and welcome back to top shelf disney animation studios is that is that right library yeah 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 i yeah. never i never remember the name of our show and i, I it's only episode two so by me saying <laughs> well, never it makes it sound like worth, we've been doing this for ages <laughs> it's worth specifying because uh, as we'll get to momentarily people had some commentary yes. about what this podcast is all about <laughs> i am your uh, i am one of the two co-hosts for the show jeff bell and as always as the voice you already heard is the wonderful and fantastic tc dewitt Hello, TC. That's me. <laughs> That's you. Uh, why did I do this? I, bad start. Bad start. <laughs> hey, it's okay. You have a bad start. I forget the title of the show. It works. It's a. It's a partnership. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a partnership. Is what this is. So. You, know, you know, maybe people didn't listen to the first episode. Now they they decide to listen to the second episode, and I'm starting off with a. <laughs> it's, uh, well, but it's it's fitting. I mean, it is very cartoony of a voice. It is very ah, yes. Uh, yes, so that's it, true. If you're going to do it with anything, it's this. At least it's not like you're, you know, you're not laughing like that at the start of the top 10 dramas of all time, you know, yes. or <laughs> let us let us discuss Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I pretty was... certain I laughed like that when we watched Schindler's List, too. So that's terrible. Uh, it is terrible. Jeffrey. But that movie's I, so good. <laughs> I, I did some I did some singing yesterday. I thought I sounded very I thought I was doing a good job. Just kind of walking with some friends and I belted out some singing and, and one of them turned to me and said, you know, you sing like a wonderful Muppet. <laughs> really? Not, not, not nice. Not cool. Not nice man. at all. No. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the oh, podcast, everybody. <laughs> yes. And that's what friends are for. So hello, everybody. And yep, welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining us for episode two. Uh, uh, this has been a long haul already. And boy, I'm glad we're going deep into this show. So uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know what to say from there. Um, <laughs> so this week we watched, uh, we watched, basically we watched the next film on the list. We're going to, let me just at least introduce the movie here real quick and then we will get in. Do you want to talk about that which we had discussed off air now, or <laughs> well, do you want to well, wait till those, the comments section? Those who might not be familiar with what exactly we're doing here on the show, this kind of lends mm-hmm. to one of the comments, is that we are going to watch the Disney Animation Studios Library, which started with Snow White, which was episode one. Uh, yep. This episode, we are watching Pinocchio. Pinocchio, from 1940. And 1940, yes, and we're going. <laughs> we're going to watch all the canonical Disney Animation Studios films up until Moana was the most recent one. Correct, and uh, that's in that is 55, 56 movies, 55, 56 movies, something like that, and. That led to some dispute in the comment section. In fact, some confusion between Jeff and I even talking about it uh, last week because that is true. You you were looking at all the Disney films that have animation. 
Yep. Which the list includes the, the, the Pixar. List that I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I did. I did all of the theatrically released animated films. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that that did not include a lot of the real crummy directed DVD movies, but it's yes. still it still was a bunch of movies. And but yeah, it included it included all the Pixar films. It included stuff like Who Framed Roger Rabbit and uh, Nightmare uh, Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Studio uh, Ghibli always, is on that list as well. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, I mean, even I was a little confused, and that's my fault. We should discuss, you know, we should. I, I should have asked, I guess, in my head. <laughs> it's a learning uh, process. Yeah. <laughs> that's what podcasts are for. They're mm-hmm, all learning mm-hmm. processes. Uh, but yeah, so there's been some talk about it, and uh, TC and I had talked about what we, what we're, what, what, what we might do. What's kind of up in the air? Do you want to discuss that? Do you want to bring that? Uh, talk about yeah, that? Yeah, sure. I, there, there were a couple people in the comments section. I know that some people are disappointed because it meant we weren't going to get to really fun Disney movies such as the Goofy movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's a little little just a, a shimmer of disappointment in that. Uh, <laughs> and then also some smart ass commentary about oh, I guess you won't guess you're you're managing to skip out on Song of the South. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, that's always uh, the. People always go to that one. People always go to that uh, one. <laughs> it's half animated. It's half animated. Yes, <laughs> but the the idea was to do the the Disney classics. The Disney library is made up specifically of fifty five films, not all one hundred and twenty plus that have animation in them, because. Right. Not that I wouldn't mind doing 120 episodes of a podcast, uh, but uh, it was it was to kind of specifically hone in on a subject matter, which was was these specific films and this specific library. However, mm-hmm. if people are enjoying the podcast as we go along, when we hit was it 1988's Roger Rabbit? Uh, yeah, because Roger Rabbit would be right, but because that would be after I think what. The Great Mouse Detective or Oliver and Company. It's one of those two. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's like about the 26th or 27th episode around mm-hmm. that time. So, or yeah, yeah, I think it'd be around the 27th episode or so. So what What? What I, you know, and we, we don't have to go on this too much longer. We can discuss it again later in the comments section and uh, some of the comments from you guys would be if this podcast is going well if we are getting some good a good amount of listens if people are enjoying and commenting about it maybe we will go and watch all of the animated films mm-hmm. but uh i for jeff i don't know where you stand on this <laughs> i am not for this idea but this we aren't just doing this for ourselves we're doing this for the listeners so it right. is it is a little bit in your guys's hands to decide if if we should do all the Disney production, like Walt Disney Pictures productions, animated films, which would include Pixar, Studio Ghibli for a time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a um, the the Touchstone uh, animated releases, such as Roger Rabbit. Uh, but for now, my vote is to just do the <laughs> Disney Animation Studios library. And we figured we figured that because the list really doesn't change. You know, it's it's fairly similar, as we said, up until around Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, right. So uh, there's a good chunk of time. It's not like we would have to make this decision now because it would change what episode three is going to be. Like, it's not it's not in yeah, that it's down boat. The road. Yeah, but it's down the road a while. And so, yeah, we just figured we just go that route. We, we see how we're doing. 
and we'll make the decision later on. So yeah. that's a problem so for you- future Jeff and TC. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not a problem for us. We don't care. Uh, no, that's a lie. But, um, but yeah, we just we definitely wanted to uh, we definitely wanted to let everybody know uh, that we had <laughs> we had seen it, we had seen the comment, and we had discussed it to let you know we didn't we're not just ignoring you. And yeah, we're well of aware of what we're doing. So. <laughs> Well, so we'll I kind see. of know what I'm doing. T- TBD, <laughs> I believe. Exactly. It'll be TBD a later date. So, <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, let's get into this week's movie. Uh, as we kind of already said, we watched Pinocchio, number two on our list. Pinocchio. 19- oh, man. Oh, man. This movie, I I could not remember. I'm not going to lie. So so right off the bat, I'm not, I, I don't really remember 95% of this movie. Oh wow! Okay, I, I I don't like I know I've seen it I know I've seen Pinocchio but I mm-hmm. I I couldn't tell you what was going to happen, you know I didn't <laughs> I didn't know Jiminy Cricket was kind of a narrator like I didn't know that yeah, was a yeah, thing yeah. like I didn't know when he showed up I didn't realize he was like a hobo yes. too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's uh, as he that he's this bit of a drifter and he maintains that like I love when. When he's made the conscience by the blue fairy, he's like, hey, don't get a medal. Uh, you know, solid gold even if you think about yeah. it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I, it's it's it was interesting. I, I guess I just didn't I didn't remember any of that stuff in, in my head. How like like how he looks uh, after the blue fairy, like get, uh, cleans up his clothes and basically makes him look mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the Johnny Walker label. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he looks like? <laughs> that's kind of what he looks like to me. It's that's that kind of outfit. Um, I'm looking at uh, <laughs> <laughs> And for anybody under the age of 21 that doesn't know what Johnny Walker is, go ask your parents. Um, sorry. Oh, man, he does. <laughs> but <laughs> he totally kinda, looks like him. Doesn't he? He kind of looks like Johnny Walker, like the guy on the Johnny Walker label. <laughs> the top hat, the cane, the spats. Yep. What the heck? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so interesting. But but um, you you remembered him in that outfit, not in his hobo outfit. Right. And so when the movie starts and he's bouncing around in kind of his hobo outfit, I'm like, why why is he in that? Like am, am I, I and then I started wondering if I was just remembering his character wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like, is it one of those where because he in any time you ever look him up or, you know, you ever see him in any kind of production, uh, he, he's always wearing the clean outfit like that's what he's wearing. So I started questioning right. whether or not I was just like imprinting that image in my head. And that was something that came from a different movie or a TV special or something that I just wasn't aware of. So but it was <laughs> it was it was interesting going into this movie because I, I really was watching it. I, every time something happened and came up, I was just at all. I was like, oh, okay. I don't, it was, it was I fresh don't for you. This. It, was, it was watching it again for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's been quite a few years since I've watched it as well. And I really, really like this movie. Yeah. <laughs> for, <laughs> <It's> good. <laughs> for, for the most part, it, I mean, the plot is. Geppetto wishes his little boy, his little puppet to be a real boy. He's turned into a puppet. Uh, I'm sorry, a living puppet. (laughs) Pinocchio is a living puppet. Yes. He goes to school. He skips school, gets kidnapped. He's made into a showman. He escapes that. He gets brought to an island that turns him into a donkey. He escapes that. (laughs) He finds his dad is missing. He falls into the ocean. He saves his dad. He becomes a real boy. That's it. You know, yeah, yeah, that's it. However, this movie is an hour and like 25 minutes long. That is a <laughs> lot of stuff that happens in an hour and a half movie. <laughs> well, that's what what makes it so 
enjoyable, I think, is that it's it structures itself as a series of vignettes that each each piece of the story is kind of its own little thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, granted, this is based on a serialized um, story, uh, short stories that was written okay. for a magazine, yep. and that so it it had chapters as short stories. And uh, I think that's it, it. I have not read the original. I don't. I'm not much more aware than what I just said, and that Jiminy Cricket dies in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. That like that much I know about the about the original story as mm-hmm. well. I don't know much about the the original source material, and that actually kind of made me question whether for these episodes, because there's a lot of these movies that are you know obviously Disney is known for basing their stuff on previous works uh, or fairy tales or stuff like that. There was kind of a part mm-hmm. of me that was like, should I like look up the other like what these things are based on right and, like, like look up the source that. material <laughs> <laughs> yeah like well, nah, is that nah, something nah. i should do i just i was i was wondering for a while because of how many um and uh yeah so far yeah so so for for snow white just real quick snow white was based on an 1812 uh brothers Grimm version of the story of the fairy tale this one's in 1883 so we're newer it's a newer mm-hmm. source material <laughs> yeah <laughs> than snow white we're, we're, we're getting a little closer to, to the modern age here disney was pulling from a more recent uh recent batch of stories for pinocchio right i, I can remember some criticism of disney throughout the 90s um i guess where cinematic cynicism was developing around myself and <laughs> and fellow filmgoers <laughs> But it was that like Pocahontas isn't a fairy tale and Hercules isn't a fairy tale. And and (laughs) trying to pigeonhole Disney into just doing fairy tales when, no, they did a fairy tale for their first one. And their second one was a series of short stories adapted into a film. So very early they set the precedent that it's not just going to be princess stories. Right. And that is a good point. That is a good point because it, it, yeah, definitely Disney, I guess in my head, when I think of early Disney animated films, I go Snow White, Cinderella, you know, Sleeping Beauty. I go to all the princesses. Right. And and those movies are separated by decades. Yeah. Yeah. Because what, because what, when's the next one? The next one, yeah, Cinderella is not until 1950. So 13 years later was the second like fairy tale princess story. Mm Um, that's a good point. And I, I guess in, you know, again, this is that whole, this is what, see, look, I'm learning. The podcast is already teaching me <laughs> stuff and I'm, I'm, I'm one of the two hosts of the show. Yeah, <laughs> That's gotta About, mean something, right? Yeah. I, I, I do like that. We went from a fairy tale princess story, a very eh, once upon a time, simple story to mm-hmm. something. I don't know that I feel this, this movie's slightly more complex. It, it it doesn't explore princess. It explores a little boy, and that kind of alternating between something for the little girls generally and something mm-hmm. for the little boys generally is a nice. That's a nice balance that Disney has created throughout their career. Uh, they're still doing it to this day, where you get something like Frozen and then something like Wreck It Ralph. That is right. not to say that little boys can't enjoy Cinder, uh, Snow White and little girls can't enjoy Pinocchio. I just feel like. The pendulum swings just a little to one side or the other in who their target audience might be. Right, because you can definitely still get movies, you know, just out of out of or just even with like Tangled. Mm-hmm. Like Tangled is very much so. Uh, it, I don't see like actually no, it's a lie because Tangled. I don't even see it 
swing. Well, I guess it swings a little more towards the girl side, but mm-hmm. the boys can definitely get a kick out of the guys. And yeah, okay, Frozen works <laughs> the same exact way, I suppose. It's 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 a little more towards the the girl side, but boys can still get you know are still entertained by like Olaf and yeah. you know yeah Hans. <laughs> but um, but, uh, <laughs> but with Pinocchio, I, I I do feel that again, like Snow White, this isn't just specifically for children. It's for the children and everyone. Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of dark stuff that happens in this movie. <laughs> oh my goodness! There, the whole section, and what did they, what did they call that? Like the the like the Pleasure Island was that Pleasure, Pleasure Island? Island? Yeah, yeah. That first off, the name is a little bit weird for my. I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess I'm a jaded adult, so I look at it differently. But like mm-hmm. all the stuff they do on that island, I'm like, holy cow! And this is a kids movie. You know, the kids <laughs> you know, are I like, want, you can. <laughs> kids I, I want to know is is there a competitive uh, market out there for donkey trade that this guy would go to such lengths to <laughs> to kidnap children and and mutate them into donkeys that he can then sell you know i i feel like i feel like this this world the world of pinocchio whatever this weird danish or dutch community that european just general european community mm-hmm. there's people in it that are very like they have a they have a thing they do and they just exploit it to no end so the guy is able to come <laughs> up with is like i can turn people to donkeys so I'm just going to keep doing it. I don't care. I don't care. And or like yeah, uh, Stromboli, yeah. you know, which Stromboli uh, confused me because the man's a puppet guy, right? Like he likes right. puppets. That's his yeah. that's his shtick. That's um, his shtick. He, he finally is able to literally get a living puppet, but he still uses his old existing puppets. Why it's would part you, of the it's part of the whole shtick, man? It's like I've got I got all these I got all these puppets with the strings. <laughs> is he racist? A, is I he think a racist, he's racist. stereotype? Is His he name a racist is Stromboli. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's an Italian. And you were trying to pinpoint where this original story came from. It's originally an Italian story. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that would be an Italian town. I guess it yeah. didn't. It just looked general. Gipetto, like, little yeah, Pinocchio. <laughs> that is true. They're all very racist. They're all very stereotypical. <laughs> but it, it, it's you know, general this, European. This is a town. this is that is something to discuss when about Disney. I you know people mention Song of the South all the time and that mm-hmm. in that in that inherent racism in the now I do not equate this Italian stereotype <laughs> character at the same level as the racial stereotypes of Song of the South. So I'm not no. discussing that. I am just right. specifically discussing these Italian stereotypes in that they aren't as bad as they could be. Therefore, I don't think there was an inherent racism in the creation of Geppetto and Stromboli. Right. Because they could have been a lot worse. They could have been yes, very it, just beating you over the head with that. And that's, that's not to say that's an excuse for what they did. I just think that it there there's uh, there's still a sweetness in the whole story that they don't vilify Stromboli for being Italian. They vilify him for being inherently a cruel individual. Right. And, and you know, what the weird thing is, is like Stromboli, I get you kind of like in my head when, when I started trying to, when I started, blah, words are hard sometimes, TC. When I sit and try to think of like classic Disney villains, I know I mm-hmm. don't remember him. I He's not one that comes up 
in my head because again i'm a kid of the more recent disney movies like the last 30 years were the disney films and less of the old school disney so i guess in my head but like i know like uh maleficent and like obviously the queen from snow white Mm -hmm. um like i i can think of them as disney villains but to stromboli just I, I, he, he's, he's not the one that jumps out of you. I get it. No, although I almost that, kind of forget he is kind of a villain in this film. Oh yeah, there's no kind of about it. He's a villain. But here's <laughs> there's here's the thing: multiple villains. <laughs> yes, I was just gonna say that that <laughs> what this movie benefits from, and why I think it's it's so continually interesting, is that there are multiple villains in this movie. So you have mm-hmm. Honest John Stromboli. The the coachman who doesn't have a name and Monstro. Oh yeah, That's, and they and they all kind of they they are all representative of different types of villainy and lessons that Pinocchio faces as he's going out into the world. That Honest John is the dishonesty in some people. Then that's right. a lesson to be learned there. Stromboli is. Uh, cruelty, I guess. Uh, he represents an inherent cruelty that's out there in people and who will take advantage of you. Uh, the coachman certainly represents temptation. I mean, the dude manifests himself as a demon at one point, scaring <laughs> Honest John. Right. Uh, and and then Monstro is the the I think the nat- the natural evil that's out in the world. Uh, nature as itself is a is a danger. I don't know exactly how to analyze that, but. There, because there are so many multiple villains in this film, that's probably why Stromboli isn't jumps out as one of the great villains of Disney's library because this isn't his movie. This is Pinocchio's right. movie, and he shares villainy with multiple characters throughout this <laughs> throughout this film. You know, and that's a, it's a very interesting switch. You know, obviously, it, I know half of it's because of the source material. Like that is very much so. It's because of 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 the story of Pinocchio being kind of these, as you already mentioned, like these separate vignettes. They're they're very. They're, it's a bunch of short stories that are combined to form a big long story that we're watching as this film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but it's an interesting switch that Disney would have gone from a story like Snow White that had one villain to a story that has four to five villains in it. Um, I almost feel like that's not something that it would, it would have been a natural progression. I feel like that would have been something or that, sorry, I feel like that would have been a more natural progression. Like over the course of 15, 20 movies, they're like, well, let's, let's start amping it up. Like the, unfortunately, like the Marvel movies or the DC movies, both of them are guilty of it. (laughs) You know, the the classic superhero technique where there's one villain in the first film, the next one's going to have two of them that are going to team up and the next one's going to have like six. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like it's, it's, it's kind of strange that it, it did that. And Mm -hmm. that yeah, most people don't think, I guess I didn't in my head, I didn't realize how many villains were in this film i I suppose uh, the if if we want to dig deep at it it, as like i was saying they all represent different elements of the world and the lessons that pinocchio and therefore the audience must learn is that the world is the villain and that Mm -hmm. and these these sad truths of dishonesty dishonesty and selfishness and inherent evil that that exists out there and, and and perhaps that is the villain all these all these evil cruel characters are representative of the villain that is just the world. 
right? That it's not just all like not all the bad is in one single person that you're going to come up against and have to fight, mm-hmm. which ultimately a lot of Disney movies showcase it that way. Um, right. But yeah, that, that pretty much like anybody you run into could be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, really, Pinocchio learns the lesson of don't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, because no, anybody because... <laughs> could be bad. <laughs> well, I, I, I do feel that despite the fact that the world is out to get him in in a sense there's mm-hmm. an inherent optimism in Geppetto himself being so uh joyful and though though the yes you can poke holes in the logic and the realism of st- stuff but I, I feel if we take a step back and look at this once again <laughs> as a storybook and a story being right. told from from Jimmy Cricket who put a pin in that we got to come back to him that Geppetto is said to be – he's brought joy to the children around the entire village and that's why the Blue Fairy is willing to bestow him with his wish, with his gift of, of a son, a child of his own. Uh, so he's, he is good and, and Figaro and Cleo represent a, a goodness in creatures whereas you know, and we know in reality animals are not inherently nice. They are just natural beasts of prey and predator. Mm-hmm. And, and Jiminy himself being the conscience and the the worldly traveled homeless guy, the wanderer. <laughs> <laughs> and the Who just happens to show up at Pinocchio's place. <laughs> hey, right right place at right time. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Well, actually, let's 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 talk about Jiminy for a second because yep. Jiminy Cricket is one of the all time greatest Disney characters. <laughs> and I don't feel like people would immediately say that. But First of all, the, he opens up with one of the, if not the most Disney song of all time, which oh, yeah. is When You Wish Upon a Star. I mean, straight out, like, that's Disney's theme music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, their logo that's, is that song. It's the... <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, all the music in this movie is great. I, I say hi diddly D all the time. I say... Oh, yeah. uh, uh, whistle while uh, not whistle while you work. I give a little whistle. What's with whistling in Disney? That's two for two with the whistling song. You know, I had a um, note about that too. I'm like, there's just so much whistling <laughs> in all the Disney movies. Why is that? Uh, <laughs> I, I've got no strings. Like I know all these songs, and, yep. and uh, like I mentioned with Snow White, I don't know if it's because I had the sing along VHS when I was little, <laughs> or if I just remembered the song so well because i i can't tell you the first time i saw this movie i don't know i don't know when the first i don't time know I either and that's that's a really good point because like i'm i'm very much so i was trying to rack my brain when i realized that i didn't know what was going to happen next in the movie <laughs> the whole pleasure island i had no memory of that i, I remember <laughs> pinocchio becoming a donkey I yeah. remember that happening. A I remember a jackass. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> but like, um, it, it, I couldn't tell you. I was trying to think. I'm like, I don't know when I saw Pinocchio all the way through. I mean, it, it was probably sometime in elementary school. I think we mm. watched it. Like, maybe, <laughs> but I because I, I know that's the that was the first time and the last time I saw Dumbo <laughs> was like in <laughs> elementary school. So it's it's crazy. Like that when you start watching these types movies like this is the same thing i had what happened with uh sound of music when i mm-hmm. watched sound of music for the afi list i went oh oh that song's from oh and um and singing in the rain both those movies i went yeah. oh that song is from this movie oh that's like, i know that that's song yeah. <laughs> yeah but oh oh and that one's from this oh and that oh holy cow all these songs i know i mm-hmm. never knew were from this movie as i'm watching it and Pinocchio is exactly like that. I know no strings on me, or I got no strings on me is from this movie because it's mm-hmm. 
he's a puppet and like sorry he's a marionette uh but like i and i guess i didn't know when when you wish upon a star was from i guess yeah. i assume that was like cinderella or something another princess fairy tale mm. but it's no, kind of it's interesting from, to watch these it's from pinocchio here and this yeah. movie is beautiful we were talking oh, about how so beautiful, beautiful snow white is i think this movie's even more beautiful there is so much Interesting stuff happening on this screen with all the clocks, with all the character designs. Uh, like I love Honest John and Gideon. They're, they're, those are two great characters as well. Um, uh, F- uh, Figaro, the little cat. Oh, yes. That, yes. That, that little cat is so flipping cute. It's <laughs> not even like I'm looking at that cat going, I want a cat now. I just I want a cat. Yeah. Because that cat it, is so cute. I want it's that amazing cat. to me. It's amazing to me that Figaro and Cleo being two characters in the second movie that are nonverbal sidekicks with right. so much character about them. I, I Oh Cleo's easy to forget because Figaro's so memorable, but even she she has such a personality for not uttering a single word. Figaro has such a personality without ever uttering a single word. And that's that's a credit to the animation team exactly. and, the, and the character creation and development that's that Disney put him put them through. Yep. And and you can definitely see by looking at the the animation in this film and the the character design in this movie that it's it's I, I'm not. I don't want to say Snow White was bad. We've already discussed how beautiful Snow White was, but like you can, you can see them evolving. You can see the animators are starting to go a direction and get better with their work. And like even like I don't know if the technology had changed in those couple of years. I know they were working on Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe before Snow White came out, um, so they, it was already kind of in production. There was a couple of movies. I think Bambi was also in there. Um, yeah. I was doing. I was doing some reading. I do legitimately. <laughs> read and research some of this stuff when yeah, i'm watching yeah. the movies but uh, um, i just don't make it all up but like uh, you you can see like the the characters on this one um except for the blue fairy she's the only one all the other characters look like disney characters like right. geppetto looks like looks more along the lines of like the seven dwarves where it's like nope that's a disney character mm-hmm. they're cartoonish um, they're less they're realistic. cartoonish right was, was then, the like, blue fairy rotoscoped Yes, the blue fairy was the that only thing yeah. that was rotoscoped in the movie, and you can <laughs> tell you you watching it, you go, yeah, because the way that she's moving, mm-hmm. that is not a drawn, that's not an animation, that is a frame by frame painting over somebody acting. Yeah, um, not not that it looks bad, it's just that you can tell it's not the same. Yeah, and I would I would I'm really curious to know why the decision was made to do that. Hmm. Um. I never quite understood why it was done in Snow. Well, I guess I kind of understand Snow White. They were testing things out. They were trying <laughs> still things. learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, why did they decide for a movie that had so much uh, traditional animation into it? The characters were were are very Disney cartoony animals or characters. Why did they decide for just that one to do to um, rotoscope? To rotoscope it. Now, I'm well aware Disney for years, you know, and they they still do, even with the the CG animated films, like they they do reference, they shoot reference plates of of humans dancing and stuff like that or moving Mm -hmm. around and they use that as reference, but not just a frame by frame rotoscoping. And that's what is curious to know. Why do you think they would have done that? Yeah, I don't know that we we kind of discussed with Snow White that perhaps they made Snow White herself look the most realistic so that she was the one that the audience could attach themselves to. Uh, maybe the reverse is 
is right is the reason for Pinocchio in that immerse yourself in a more cartoonish animated storybook world by having everybody look like cartoon characters and only she is this otherworldly presence causing her to stand out differently right. like like cuz like she's not quote unquote like human she's not the human standard in this cartoon world right um so so she's she's kind of this oddball like oh like why is she so different and i don't <laughs> want to say oddball that makes her sound weird but i, mean, <laughs> I she think she does just show up and give power to a marionette right. but it's a weird she, thing uh, to do <laughs> I, I would like to point out she totally cheated cuz after she frees him from the bird cage and says this is the last time i help you she does still help him by sending that bird with the notes <laughs> Yes, yes, that is very true. It seems like uh, seems like the blue fairy doesn't quite. I, I like to think maybe she. This is her first assignment, like out mm. of fairy oh, school, okay. and she's she's, you know, she's the the angel from. Uh, from, it's a wonderful life. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> she's Clarence. Uh, Clarence. She just happens. <laughs> oh, George. Um, yeah, she's basically Clarence because she she it's it, there's a couple little things she does like she makes Pinocchio. Okay, so Pinocchio is a marionette. She quote unquote brings him to life. She does bring him to life, but she keeps him as the marionette. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. It's because he has to learn first. He has to earn it. Yeah, he you can't have it. everything handed to you and. Life, just she just, just most of it <laughs> yeah it's just life itself she did however give him a human tongue <laughs> because that that thing that, that that was not a wooden tongue that stuck out of pinocchio's mouth at one point also number two she didn't tell him that his nose would grow if he lied i feel like that would be something she could say <laughs> hey he needs to learn his lesson that's that's what this whole movie is about is that you you must face the consequences of your actions in order to learn from them which means that there is more lessons to learn because basically Pinocchio just at the end of this movie before he got turned into a human child, mm-hmm. which, by the way, looks frightening. Um, I just <laughs> there's something about when he turns human. I'm like, no, 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 no. Go back to the marionette. You looked less you were, crazy. <laughs> Please. You were just used to him. You were just used to him looking at like, a, like a cartoon puppet. When but he became... now he has now he has more lessons to learn. Yeah, <laughs> because now what it's is like this. Yeah, like he lit his finger on fire because he didn't know any better. But then, like as as a puppet, but now he's human. He can't do that stuff anymore. I, I, I have I have a rational a rationalization here. Okay. Okay. Jiminy Cricket is our narrator, and I would like to consider him an unreliable narrator. Okay. All right. So the whole movie is is from Jiminy Cricket's point of view. He's the one who tells the story and he is the one who experiences the events as they play out. Now, mm-hmm. this guy is a drifter. This guy is is a wandering hobo who has bestowed <laughs> very fancy clothes and a new career that he did not earn. True. And and therefore everything that take that that transpires over the course of this film is from his perspective and he is He's a he's a fun loving guy. He's got he's got some style. He's got some uh, hu- good humor to him, and uh, I, I feel he's an unreliable narrator. So maybe in the reality, quote unquote, of Pinocchio, <laughs> much more lessons were had. But he he he's the kind of person that if you the person he's a little green man, okay. <laughs> but he's the type of character that were you to come across him, he's like he would be the one to say, "Let me tell you a cool story I was involved in," and he'd keep it simple, he'd keep it interesting, and mm-hmm. he'd he'd give you a, a conclusion, and 
probably walk away with the drinks that you're paying for before you had any time to ask any questions. <laughs> Which is kind of how I feel about this movie because it moves so quickly. <laughs> There's so many stories that they tell and then it's mm-hmm. done. And it's like, but, but, but wait, what, what? Okay. That was, mm, uh, that was so fast. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it is a perfect example of perhaps we're looking too deeply at something, but that goes for any movie. The more you look at it, the more you go over and over and over it, the more you can poke the holes in it. Even the movies you right. love. I can poke holes in Back to the Future and Lord of the Rings easily. Oh, yeah. But oh, that yeah. does not stop them from being as enjoyable as they are. Right. You still enjoy the movie when you when you watch them. And that's just it. When you when you reach that point in. um uh, in enjoying a film or how much mm-hmm. you how much you really enjoy it when you reach that point where you can sit and make fun of it that just proves how much you know you do enjoy yeah. it because you're, yeah you're I, not just I, hating I, on it <laughs> no no because if i was hating on it it would be noticeably different like you could tell right. if i was hating on a movie you know but but if i really love a movie i will sit and just i'll nitpick it but it to a point where i'm like oh but but why did Marty do that? He really didn't need to do that. I, he he really could have been fine without that. Oh well, maybe mm-hmm. it was this. Oh, I guess that makes sense. And then just move on. Like <laughs> right. But but with Pinocchio no. here, Jiminy is the narrator. He's the un, and an unreliable one at that. And he gives himself as the storyteller all the coolest stuff. He gets oh, all yeah. the coolest moments in the whole in the whole ordeal that he goes through. And, yeah, I don't and know he, how he survives the the wave whale chase <laughs> at the end because him and him and what Cleo just show up. Figaro, Cleo wash <laughs> or, up on yeah, shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just wash up on shore. It's like, but wait, where where were don't they ask questions. That? <laughs> don't ask questions. I'm here how to tell they, the tale. How did they get in the into the cave with them? <laughs> Got a whale of a tale to tell you, lad. Whale of a tale or two. Do you know that's Do you know that's from? I do not. What is that from? That's from Disney's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. <laughs> oh, really? Kirk, Kirk oh. Douglas singing as well. Yeah. <laughs> Another no, whale a of a tale. There's a, there's a lot of live action Disney movies. Now, well, there's not a lot of live action <laughs> Disney movies, but there's some that I've never seen. And I know 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Never watched it, though. 20,000 Leagues. Anyhow. <laughs> leagues, sir. Uh, um, the... Uh, let's see what else yeah, I had, had here was that um, – and, and sticking with Jiminy and all the cool stuff he gets to do. The mm-hmm. the whole kind of first third of this movie where Pinocchio is brought to life and all the clocks and all the visual gags that Jiminy gets to do in interacting with the cuckoo clocks. With the cuckoo and, clocks, which by the way, those clocks were amazing. Those are fantastic things. Those yeah. were animated oh well and they looked like fun. I wouldn't put it past Disney, maybe probably Disney World. There's probably a building somewhere that has a real versions of all those clocks that work. <laughs> it's, they should. I mean, that'd be a fun little side project for just some clock maker, you know? <laughs> well, well, as you know, Disney is very likely listening to this to make sure that they don't need to send us any sort of cease and desist. So since True. you're listening, please make a place where we can see all these clocks. <laughs> because I would, lo- we would love to see those, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that whole sequence, that that whole clock sequence, which by the way, I, I don't know how anybody sleeps in that house because that'd be oh my god, yes, so <laughs> loud. But but either way, like yeah, that whole sequence was fantastic. I loved like the little um, oh like the little like three piece band. I think it was like a three piece band mm-hmm. clock mm-hmm. or like I think that was more of um less of a clock and more of like a musical box. 
you know, because uh, he yeah, ends up yeah. joining in with like his umbrella and adding a part into it, which boop, I just boop, boop, yeah. boop, boop. I, I love stuff like that. Like that, that was that was brilliantly done. It was a lot of entertain. It was really entertaining to watch that sequence and just like to see how how imaginative um, like the animators were, the designers were. Yeah, to come they, up with all those they different stepped clocks. up their game. They, the animation Definitely. from Snow White with with a lot of wonderful gags in there, especially with the dwarves. And and in their home, they just up their game in this movie because there's not a there's not a moment wasted to tell a joke and to tell tell something visually stimulating to the eye, uh, whether right. it's whether it's like a real like obvious joke or even just something that's visually fun uh, that I can that I really appreciate about this movie. I I I don't think it's hard to tell, but I like this movie more than Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> it is i mean it's definitely it's definitely a good movie i i enjoyed watching it from from the get-go and, and it was nice you know it, it, very different from snow white because as we said like i mean i've seen snow white more times than i care to admit um <laughs> but you know it's it's it was it was a nice kind of refresher seeing seeing this movie because yeah I, I didn't remember most of it and it was fun just kind of watching it from the start to yeah. from the beginning to the end and uh i only have uh i only have one real uh question discussion for this episode regarding this film that i'd like your opinion on okay uh, mostly because we've already gone through most of the other ones <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh how terrified would you be if you woke up and one of your puppets was alive <laughs> <laughs> well I'll, I'll tell you what when i was little i i did imagine and i can't be alone in this because they made a whole t uh, movie series about it that when i wasn't around i believed my toys came to life oh yeah and, oh, yeah. and i was and i would I, and i would talk to my dolls when i was little and just be like you know hey you guys have a good day and as as a, as a young just out of being a toddler mentality, I, I believed, I believe that. So I think if I woke up as a child and one of my <laughs> dolls was alive, alive, well, depending which doll, I did have a clown doll. Uh, <laughs> if, if, why if, would you have that in your room? Because <laughs> uh, if it was child's play, of course I would be terrified. <sighs> Oh, and see, that's exactly where I went to, which almost mm -hmm. makes me wonder if that's where they got the idea for Child's Play. <laughs> Friends know, to uh, the end. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, those movies. So bad. Um, <laughs> but Jeff, no, how just... would you feel if you woke up and the troll was sitting there eating cereal? OK, it, it, that's and that's a good point, because um, it was the troll. I would it would startle me. Holy God, my God. <laughs> What the? It's a, yeah, I'm not yeah. controlling you. It's okay, Jeff. It's okay. <laughs> Look, I know this is scary. I understand. But frankly, uh, actually, the worst thing is that I don't have an opening for my mouth. So all the food I'm eating is just cookie monstering <laughs> it all over the ground right now. Gonna have it. to clean, clean that up. up. I'll clean it up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. I oh, guess... Boy. I guess it, it 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 just initially in my head things that are not supposed to be alive coming to life would scare me to death and it would take a long time yeah. because I'm jaded <laughs> that I would just immediately right. be like there's some evil stuff going on and that's why you are alive right now um also because I've seen the child's play movies so it's <laughs> like I don't trust that I don't I don't deal with human dolls uh, or living dolls but well I, but, I do know that uh, they're there, uh, one of our listeners did offer. We we had discussed like, oh, we could always just punch in a movie and write theory afterwards, and and have some sort of theory. 
I believe someone shared. Was it Tom? Thomas? Uh, Thomas, uh, are you talking about the uh, four reasons it's terrifying? Yes. So we were <laughs> yes. discussing terrifying aspects of Pinocchio. Uh, there was there apparently is a fan theory out there or some sort of theory of why Pinocchio is terrifying. Uh, um, Jeff, please, I'll let you take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> um so well there's 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 that uh that video because i watched a video did you ever did you get a chance to watch it by chance sir it's it's from cracked and i've surely yes. seen it before but i didn't rewatch okay. it before we recorded so it's um well it's it's one of those things because it, it's 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 dealing with like main the main things that it does tend to focus on is stuff like the fact that Geppetto is actually a very bad father. <laughs> <laughs> You're because alive. Go to school. <laughs> go to school, <laughs> and then he just lets him wander off the city. Who knows if Pinocchio knows what a school is, or what direction the school is, or what to do when he gets there, or how he's supposed to act. And no wonder mm-hmm. he gets sidetracked and gets taken away. And then like 10 minutes later when Geppetto's got dinner served and he's like, I just don't know what went wrong. It's like, well, you sent him off by himself. That's what went wrong. And so I can't believe he didn't come home. (laughs) It's like, well, obviously he didn't come home. You're a horrible parent. But uh, yeah, it, 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 that's one of the, the one of the couple topics. I wish I could remember the other uh, the other three uh, <laughs> topics that that they covered on it. But that was the main one that just stuck out in my head was just that he's a very poor parent. <laughs> uh. um, but yeah, there's yeah. So I, I I apologize and I do appreciate Thomas for for sending that link because that was I'm the video was very funny and uh, I. I was so tempted not to watch it because I I hadn't rewatched. Didn't want the to movie. affect your opinion of the movie. Yeah, it makes <laughs> <Yes>. sense. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I can't watch this yet. I still watched it anyways because I'm because <laughs> I just give in so easily. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I do like cracked. It, it was that obsessive pop culture disorder. Or, yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. I, yep. I do. Yep. I do enjoy cracked quite a bit. I I subscribe <laughs> to their videos because they have such a great spin on pop culture. Um, and that's what makes it good. It's like, I, I like, I like any, I like any product or anybody who can do that sort of stuff. I, I, I look to someday wishing, or I, hold on. I look to someday wishing I could possibly try one day to do that. That's not at all what I mean. I <laughs> that, would love to sentence. be able to, was it? Well, it's like, it was, I think like four different thoughts of sentences put together to form a single sentence. <laughs> well, you, well, you know, Jeff, when you wish upon a star, <sighs> dreams come true. Which star are they wishing upon? Is it the second from the right? No, no, that's a different star. <laughs> Is that a different star? Okay. Though, however, it's funny. So, okay, so the beginning of this movie definitely starts, um, you know, with books and, you know, it's it's establishing that it's a story, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and yet another story that we're being told. It's not, however, a live action opening this time around. Um, right. They did cause... maintain it as a cartoon throughout the entire thing. Um you think that was because they would that was just something they wanted to do with the princess snow white story that like what we discussed like the whole getting us into the cartoon world from a live action um or do you think it was just nah eh, we don't need to do that again i i actually thought of it because you brought it to my attention with snow white so then therefore when this one started animated it came to my attention like i it was obvious to me it's because jiminy cricket is singing and they didn't Want, they probably didn't want to have put an animated character on a live action piece. They probably wanted it to just be a cartoon. Because it'd be a lot easier just to do everything as cartoon and yeah, possibly. That, not have to have that cross between live action and cartoon world. Yeah. Um, 
Not yet, though. It's funny because the two of the, two of the books that he's uh, that are that are next to him as he's singing in the opening. Mm-hmm. Did you see what? Did you see what they were? No, no, no. Was it future uh, movies? It's future movies. It's oh, okay. uh, Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. and it's Peter Pan. Oh, second star. <laughs> those are the, those are the two. And that's and that's why I like that. When 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 they kept showing the star, I'm like, I wonder if it's like. If it is a reference, like a very yeah, subtle reference. I, I understand why Alice in Wonderland is there because Walt Disney himself produced Alice cartoons for years before he ever founded his own company. Mm-hmm. The, the Oswald was first, then he did Alice cartoons. And I don't know, he, he has, I mean, the dude has 600 plus credits on IMDb, but his, <laughs> his, the early parts of his career were animating Alice cartoons. So right. that, that makes sense why Alice in Wonderland would be there. That's almost it's it's almost just a nod to mm-hmm. his early work more yeah. than anything. Um, and I'm sure I, you know. I uh, so when did uh, when did Peter Pan come out? Was that uh, Ooh, that was a while? F- that would be in the fifties. So that uh, was oh, I'm so gonna... Alice in Wonderland is the thirteenth movie, and Peter Pan's the fourteenth. They, they're back hey, to back. There we go. <laughs> so there we go. So it was a good ten years down the line before either one of them. It's not even like it's not even like Peter Pan was next. You know, it's not like it's the mm-hmm. third or the third movie on the list or something like that. Um, so it's it's very interesting that those were like the two, those are the two books that are there. And I'm, I, you know, yeah, the Alice one completely makes sense. Um, I'm just kind of curious why they chose Peter Pan. Unless it was just maybe maybe it is a reference to the whole star thing. Like maybe they're just like, well, let's just put Peter Pan there. It's recognizable. People know what that is. Hmm. You know, like maybe that's that's the thing, because Peter Pan had already been out for ages at that point, wasn't it? Oh, the like, the, uh, the original book, like the original. Uh, what is it called? A pantomime? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was. Oh, yeah. Because from the early 1900s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it had been already established for 40 plus years. Man, it was a yeah. man. Peter Pan was a cl- like, I guess, in my head. I forget most of these are older stories anyways. Right. Um, Especially like the like, grim fairy tales. <laughs> exactly. But like Peter Pan being like, well, it was a it was a 40-year-old play and then novel by the time that they got around to doing the movie. That's just I keep forgetting that this is older <laughs> source material. I keep forgetting TC. It's exciting. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's amazing that the the touchstone for a lot of these stories is the Disney version. Which, yeah. again, to go to that cinematic cynicism that a lot of people have, uh, more so thanks to the internet, that's uh, the the cynicism towards these movies is because, like, oh, they existed way longer before Disney-fied them. Right. But like, you know the originals are so much care. better than the Disney movies. <laughs> it's like, shut up. The Disney movies the- are good. Leave them alone. <laughs> so um, so main theories for this movie, I, I, did, I did try and find... Like much like the Snow White one where she died at the end. Um, I did right. try finding something from Pinocchio. There wasn't really anything majorly popular for this one um, okay. that I could kind of come across. There was like one or two little ones, but nothing that I could. If I can find theory, a theory on, in multiple places, then well, I'll bring it up. But this one, mm-hmm. unfortunately, just did not have anything. Uh, however, a Disney trope for this movie. Ah, Disney that trope. I, that I found I found a Disney trope okay. is that um, or, or, or a Disney trope slash first, I guess you could say that's kind of what this section is. Um, certain animals having the ability to talk while others in the same film do not. Ah, yes, because Honest John and, and Gideon, though Gideon only hiccups, they right. are anthropomorphic, whereas right. Figaro and Cleo and Monstro 
are not. Right. Well, they might have a little more human esque moments. Mm-hmm. Those three, they they don't they don't stand up on their hind legs and talk. You know, right. the hero doesn't get up and start walking around and talking. And it's it's an, it was an interesting thing I noticed because the animals in Snow White did. There was no animal in Snow White that talked. Correct. And also the ones in the woods. But this was the first time that the, the you know yeah that uh, honest uh, sorry, I keep forgetting their names that that there uh, was John both and Gideon. Those. Thank you. <laughs> so it was just it was an interesting it was an interesting thing. And I, I'm curious to know, since we're talking about it very briefly, why do you think Disney did that? Do you have any idea why he would why they would go that direction? Yeah, I wondered that myself. Why is Honest John an anthropomorphic fox? Why is Gideon a cat? Why? I, I, I did wonder that in, in, in the watching of this. And I, I don't know, perhaps it is just a shorthand to get get the the idea of the character out that much faster when you see mm-hmm. a sly fox particularly if you consider the short the shorts cart and the cartoons that disney had done up to this point as well as warner brothers and other animation studios out there that were doing the cartoons before features or before the newsreel a fox is a villain that's just right. there there are no good foxes in fact uh, not to get too far ahead of ourselves but that's why nick wilde and zootopia is considered is uh, pre- there's prejudice against him because foxes are inherently villain villainous and that's that's not even something you can blame on Disney that's a shorthand that goes as far back as Aesop Fables because the fox from Aesop Fables tends to be villainous as well interesting so by by having Honest John be a fox it was just a very very quick shorthand that this is a bad guy. Right. That'd be, that'd <laughs> so like, be my yeah, guess. Just look at it. Well, that'd I guess it guess. also, by making those two be animals, it, it also gave them a uniqueness to them because as we previously discussed where this movie has four to five villains in it, each mm-hmm. villain has a very unique look and yes. style to them. You know, Stromboli mm-hmm. is a big, huge guy. And then you have, you have these two that are, that are animals. So they, they're, mm-hmm. they're easily recognizable. So if you could put, if you put them all in a lineup next to each other, you know, you're not like, well, these two kind of look the same, mm-hmm. you know, like these two, they're just the general bad guy. They're tall, thin and wearing black. Like it's not, you know, that's, they're not Jafar. Uh- <laughs> no, no, they, they, they all have a distinct quality to them. Even, even the coachman, even Monstro, and right. well, I, I don't consider Lampwick, the, the kid he meets on Pleasure Island, to be a villain. Mm-hmm. I feel like he is a victim of what is happening on Pleasure Island. He's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a little a-hole, but uh, he's not. <laughs> pardon, pardon me for saying so. But, uh, I don't but see him as a villain. No, no, yeah, he definitely, he's definitely just one of those wronged people, and it's kind of sad, and that's definitely, that kind of briefly gets into the, whether there's anything inappropriate for children for in this movie, because oh, right, that right, right, whole yeah. sequence is just very dark. It's very dark, there's a lot of very bad imagery in it. I mm-hmm. mean, Tobacco Row, where all the kids are smoking cigars, and they're <laughs> destroying windows, and the fact that there were a lot of those kids, yes, they were bad kids, or just wronged kids, but that they were all being right. turned into donkeys slash jackasses, and being sold? <laughs> so well, I think this, the, that we're looking at it from a modern perspective. I, I feel like, yeah, it's it is scary in 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 a. Like we're seeing it, and we could see like that. Why that's scary, but at the same time, 
it needs to be so that a parent can point in at that as a as a teachable lesson to say do you want to turn into a jackass behave <laughs> right right yeah. don't don't go smoking don't go breaking glass don't go playing pool in a yeah. awesome looking pool hall mind you i would totally <laughs> play pool in a giant eight ball in a Are giant you eight me? ball <laughs> but really if you think about it though is is pleasure island and the and the lessons that are kind of uh, the lessons that are taught within that bit of the story that much different than Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. No, and that is very true. And the, and yeah. it, it is a good point that you bring up about the fact that it's it's in that in that sequence, it's only a 10, 15 minute sequence. But you mm-hmm. see all the wrong things that a kid could do and look at this horrific outcome of that kid doing all of that bad stuff. Like it's not even something that a parent would have to sit the kid down for the entire film to teach yeah. a lesson. You just, know, it's not. You it's remember right that there. section where you got turned into a donkey for misbehaving? Yep. I'll do that to you if you don't behave. <laughs> don't think I don't know how to, because I will <laughs> prove it, and Mom. That's oh, a, okay. a and similar to the as if you lie, eventually your lie will become as plain as the nose on your face. That's the lesson of why his nose grows when he lies. That's a that's a great moment right there. See, this is why you're on this podcast, TC. <laughs> you think of those <laughs> things. I I didn't. Hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I can offer something to this podcast. Oh my goodness, you are the smart one of the podcast. If anybody <laughs> listened to the AFI podcast, I was just the idiot in the background that made comments every once in a while. <laughs> you're you're the good-looking one. You're the good-looking one. I'm the smart uh, one. You have all the brains and the looks. I have a look that I spout <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So um <clears throat> uh the only other thing well, I guess then we've already kind of discussed about like the like the morals of the movies. Um Yeah. We definitely kind of touched on that. So uh was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I'm looking kind of through my stuff and we've kind of tackled everything that I can think of. Well, um, before we we snag some of the comments from our listeners, I do want to say of all the Disney movies that we have watched for this podcast, okay. how do you rank them? Ooh, it's getting tough, man. There's so many yep. we've watched now, yep. and now it's Just, like, you know, uh, think of, I don't think, wanna... think of what we've watched so far, and you got to put them in order. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but go. Uh, you know, I think Pinocchio right now is probably number one. Uh, just because of the pace it moves mm-hmm. really well there's a lot of story because really any one of those segments they could have made that its own movie certainly certainly <laughs> you know i picture this i picture pinocchio being oh please don't somebody out there in the world listening to this do not make this into what i'm gonna say i could picture <laughs> that being a mini series Oh no! Where each of oh no! Where each of those episodes or those segments are mm-hmm. stretched into an hour long episode of a show because it's really it's a traveling movie, you know, mm-hmm. where he's moving from one location to another. So, yeah. but uh, no, I definitely I definitely feel like Pinocchio is probably one. Snow White maybe coming in at two. It's okay, tough. Yeah. it's yeah, tough. I'm gonna agree you? with you. I'm gonna agree you with agree? you. Yep, I think Man, I I like Pinocchio. It's it it there's just so much. It's fuller of a film in its look, in its in its style, in the storytelling, the characterizations. It's it's just a better film. I still think Snow White's film. great, but Pinocchio number one, 
Snow White number two. <laughs> well, we are two for two in agreement so far. Yeah, GC. <laughs> I, I, sooner or later, we're going to have to start writing these down so we remember. I know. Uh, that's going to be terrifying. I probably should make a document for that eventually. <laughs> well, hey, or do you somebody have... out there wants to. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, leave it to us. Uh, I was just wondering, <laughs> do you have any comments from uh, our listeners that you want to bring up? I have one tweet that someone sent me. Okay. Um, I don't have anything major because uh, we, we, we brought up Thomas and definitely Thomas, thanks again for um, yes. commenting on, on the wall or on, on the Facebook post. Um, I guess, um, I guess, oh, the other one was um, uh, John Egan asked if we, if the podcast is going to be on Google Play or Stitcher. Um, and uh, definitely uh, I had already had it submitted to Google Play and it is submitted to Google Play. Um, iTunes, I got the confirmation a couple of days ago saying that it's on iTunes now, which I think I posted. And no lie, just as we started recording this episode, I got the confirmation from Stitcher saying Excellent. the podcast is going to be on there. So we are three we for three. We are everywhere. We are literally going <laughs> to be everywhere uh, so it doesn't matter if you're an apple user or a google or an android user um, or mm-hmm. you just want to use the stitcher app or whatever um, i'm a little new to stitcher i i know of it but I, i'm a little new to it so it's going to take me a little bit to figure out how that's going to work but i did like i said they just confirmed that it's going to be up on there so um, <laughs> and then just anybody who is interested i will also get afi and any future podcasts going forward um, i'll get them up onto make sure they're on Google play and stitcher, um, as well. So, Excellent. but yeah, so there you go, John. I hope that answers your question for that as well. Um, uh, what, what was your tweet that you had, sir? All right. I have a tweet from at dig, 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 hi, ho. Wow. Good, good, okay. Good name. Good name. <laughs> good name. What, uh, what are some stories that you would like to see made into future Disney movies? So I, oh. I, I'm taking that to mean not what the not the 50 plus we're about to watch, but are there any tales or stories that we think we, that we would like to see as Disney films? As like an animated Disney film? Yes, I, I'm going to take it as animation as well. So. Okay. Uh, I, I have an answer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now I meant to bring this up last week with Snow White, and this is this is a, this is me theorizing. For those of you who might listen to the Rewatchmen, you know Ben likes to call me TC Damas sometimes because I'll make predictions, <laughs> and I got a pretty good track record. <laughs> I have a pretty good track record, but okay, uh, not not exactly answering your question per se. But I think were we to live long enough to see it happen, the one mm-hmm. hundredth. Disney Animation Studios film, I think, will be Snow White. You think they'll redo it? Well, in looking at what we saw and what they wanted to do, they had to cut so much from the movie, including the mm-hmm. prince himself having actual character. And <laughs> my my what prediction. What are you talking about? He shows up at the beginning for five minutes, and then he comes back at the end and saves her. How is that not character development? Easy, come on. So my He's prediction. A prince. There's no character. He's anyway, so charming. Yes. Uh, yeah, my prediction exactly. is the 100th <laughs> Disney animated film will be Snow White. That's that's my guess. That's my that that's what I say. And for them to do it the way that Walt would have wanted it to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, you know, go back go. to any kind of like, hey, like here's all the here's all the documentation we have about what they tried doing with it. We're going to try mm-hmm. to make it be what he wanted. Yeah. 
while still maintaining it as a modern because at that point you know who knows what a modern disney animated film is going to look like right it might look that's might be way like what much more cg than we see now or what but that's my guess that's that's my pick right there do you do you have one jeff do you think um, i've been been racking my brain trying to think of like stories that i would love to see as a as a disney animated film and that's in my head because i'm not i've never been a huge reader so mm-hmm. I I've, I don't have anything just popping in my head of what could be a good Disney story um, yeah. without like going to works that are probably already going to be films. You know, like I like I, honestly, and it's silly. It's it's a more modern story. It's not a it's not an older tale. It's not a classic uh, fairy tale or nursery rhyme or anything like that. But something like Ready Player One, I feel like would be a great animated movie. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Because of just the subject material, because you're already in that animated, you're already not, not in an animated, you're already in a pop culture mm-hmm. world. So I feel like there's that lends itself to a lot of different cool looking characters that they could throw into it and just make it yeah. be a really good, fun animated movie. But mm-hmm. that's that, that was the first thing that popped in my head. I, 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 I it's a tough I, question. It is a tough question, <laughs> it's but it's a, a good question. question. Yeah, that's a good question for this show to have. <laughs> If, 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 for example, uh, we'll, we will discuss this much further down the road, but The Black Cauldron is a series of books and we only got one, half of the first book as, as a film. Uh, I think that the Harry Potter series would be amazing if Ooh. Studio Ghibli made them. Uh, yes. If, uh, it, it, but then if you want to stick more towards classic fairy tale type stories, I think something like Rumpelstiltskin could be a very interesting story if told you know, from the perspective of Rumpelstiltskin. Right, right. And they, that's a very interesting concept that they've never done Rumpelstiltskin. I just realized that. You know, and I guess that it took them as long as, you know, it took them forever before they did Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I guess there are dozens of other fairy tales. There's just, none of them are clicking in my head at the moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> I also expect them to do a Fantasia, like, 80th or 100th anniversary as you know where they update it again uh a third a third fantasia <laughs> a third time yeah, yeah exactly um, which since you bring it up <laughs> <laughs> as a nice little segue into the next section of this uh, no um but yeah, yeah, uh, that was so. Yeah, next week I guess I'll just I might as well just do it. I was gonna try to wrap mm-hmm. up the previous section, but I'll just do it next week's Sorry. episode. Sorry, you in there. <laughs> you just forced my hand, TC. No, um, uh, next week's episode we are taking a watch, and I'm I am super excited for this one. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> but we are gonna watch Fantasia, the original Fantasia, yeah. which I didn't realize was the third movie they did. Right, it's it's, it's like, it, when you think about all the classic Disney movies, you, it's it's hard to th- pinpoint when they all came into existence, right? Yeah, I guess Fantasia in my head was a movie that they did, you know, like well into like the Disney career, the sixties. Because yeah, like, eh, <laughs> yeah, like we we don't have anything else going on. We'll just do this music thing, and mm-hmm. you know, but but I, so I'm I'm very excited. Um, I'm very excited for for Fantasia because I know as a kid, I had no interest in Fantasia because it was music. It was a lot Mm -hmm. of music and it was just that. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm a kid. I don't want to listen to classical music, you know? Yeah. But uh, but like as an adult, I am uber fascinated to watch this film. Because I have a much deeper appreciation for it. (laughs) It's going to be fun to return to this one. Yeah. 
It's going to be exciting. I'm excited for next week's episode. I was excited for Pinocchio. I'm still excited, TC. Yes. <laughs> I'm Keeping so excited it alive. for One more week. Yes. <laughs> but after next week, uh, it's just all downhill. That's it. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so was there anything else that you want to discuss, sir, before we wrapped up this week's episode uh, of, uh, of the show? Of course, I'm, in- uh, I'm interested to hear what the listeners have to say about Pinocchio, uh, about maybe they have some thoughts on Fantasia before we get into there. But feel free to tweet questions at me. I'm at TC's Big Head. Or please comment on the Facebook page for Top Shelf. Um, yep. Facebook.com slash Top Shelf pod <laughs> does not include the that's not part of it uh, <laughs> it's just facebook.com slash top shelf pod uh go ahead and like that page because we uh, i i always post when the shows go up i post when there's updates for it i uh, i post before we start recording every week uh so that way you can leave comments regarding the film if you mm-hmm. so wish to um because we do we definitely like hearing your reviews let us know what you think about our plan for when we're going to decide whether we do the other movies in this list yeah, do um, them all or just stick with what we got. <laughs> right, right. Like just just we we'll, we we want to know. Just go ahead and talk. Let's talk. Let's talk everybody. We don't, yeah. I feel like we don't talk yeah. much anymore and yeah. I think we need to to keep this alive. I miss you. I miss you. <laughs> I don't miss you, TC, because you're sitting right next to me. Yeah. Uh, hug. <laughs> hug. Mm. Uh, it was a nice hug. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, that sounded so sarcastic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no. I understand. I get it. I get you it. You understand. You understand, right? <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, with that, if you have nothing else, sir, to discuss... No, I'm good. Nothing? All right. We will uh, catch you guys all next time. Uh, Next week for Fantasia, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. So uh, with that, uh, Chris, I know you gave gave a suggestion for a sign-off. I'm not going to do Someday My Prince Will Come. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Uh, uh, We're still just going to say goodbye right now. (laughs) Goodbye right now, everybody. (laughs) Oh, I knew you were going to do that. I knew it. (laughs) All right, everybody. See you all later. This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at (laughs) www.ghosthat.net. I like the ending.